I mean, all of that's coming about $60,000 to really take care of all of those items. Welcome to this part three video where you get to watch me attempt to wholesale or fix and flip a high-end $2 million luxury home I'm currently working on. On this video, you're gonna look over my shoulder and watch me get the seller to give me a price reduction. In fact, you get to see me on the phone negotiate a $50,000 price reduction and I'll break it down step by step so you can do the same on your deals. It's another real live action deal that you don't wanna miss, coming up. The Real Estate Funding Kit is out now. Learn how to get 100% funding for all your deals without dealing with the banks. Claim your free copy at myfundingkit.com. Hey, if you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. This is the third video in this series about this specific deal. And on this video, I'm going to teach you my three-step process for getting the seller to give you a price reduction from the original contract price. In this case, a $50,000 price reduction. And later in this video, we'll cut to a live call where you can see it in action. So keep watching. And today's video is brought to you by Flipster, the number one wholesaling and house flipping deal management system on the market. If you've never heard of Flipster, it's an all-inclusive cloud-based platform to help you organize, streamline, and automate all of the steps to wholesaling and flipping houses. Whether you're working on your first deal or you're looking to level up and do more deals, Flipster can take you to the next level. To learn more and see it in action, just go to getflipster.com. Whether wholesaling or fix and flipping, knowing how and being able to negotiate a price reduction when it's necessary and appropriate is a valuable skill to learn. And this deal I'm currently working on is the perfect case study. This is a 6,500 square foot luxury home and an exclusive high-end neighborhood in Scottsdale, Arizona that I currently have under contract for 1.95 million. And I'm either gonna wholesale it or fix and flip it. By the way, in video one, I showed how I found the deal. And in video two, I showed how I got the deal under contract. If you missed either of them, I created a playlist with all of the videos on this deal. And you can find that link in the description box below. Now, let me share with you my three-step process to renegotiate a contract. Step one is to get the contract first without doing a lot of due diligence. Now, this may sound counterintuitive, but I believe in doing the least amount of due diligence possible up front until after I secure a written executed contract with the seller. Instead of ready, aim, fire, I like fire, aim, ready. The way to do that is to do a quick analysis to get your maximum allowable offer, MAO, and then make the offer with an inspection contingency, and typically 10 days is enough time. A 10-day inspection contingency gives you time to perform due diligence and is essentially an escape clause out of the contract. Now, obviously going with a good offer to begin with, but don't spend too much time before making the offer and getting the contract. How many times have you spent hours and hours analyzing a deal just to make the offer and then the seller rejects it? Spending too much time analyzing deals is the kiss of death to wholesaling and flipping. Remember, your due diligence is a contingency. That means you're not obligated to the contract until after the allotted time specified in the contract. So all earnest money does not become non-refundable until after the contingency is up. On this particular deal, since my offer was $1.95 million, 
I asked for a three-week inspection contingency. I wanted to have extra time to figure out the numbers and my best exit. Now that you have a binding contract with due diligence, step two is to do a detailed analysis of the deal. There are two things you need to verify and validate, after repair value or ARV and repairs. Let's talk about ARV first. You wanna really feel good about what the property will sell for fixed up. Really look closely at similar homes that have recently sold nearby. Make a list of the top five or six comps that support and justify your ARV. If you're fixing and flipping, you'll need this information to help raise capital to fund your deal. And if you're wholesaling, you'll need it to provide to interested cash buyers. And to help you get good at comping properties to determine ARV, I have a video where I use a case study that really explains it well. Now I'll put the link to that video in the description box below and you can watch it later. The second thing to verify is your rehab cost. Now, depending on the magnitude and scope of work and depending on your comfort level and knowledge of cost, you wanna really make sure you feel good about this number. Sometimes I'll get bids from contractors or I'll order an inspection. Now, I also have a video where I break down how to determine repair costs. I'll put a link to that video in the description below as well. On this deal, I paid for a full-blown inspection. I wanted to know if I had any issues with the roof or the units or the pool equipment, etc., which I did, and I'll explain, so keep watching. Once you've done a deep dive on the deal, step three is to reevaluate your deal and adjust if necessary. Did all of the numbers check out and match your original quick analysis? If so, and your current contract price still fits your formula as a good deal, then move forward with your deal. But what if during your deep dive, you discover new information that changes the numbers so that you can no longer pay the current contract amount? For example, let's say that you have a contract on a property for 82,500, and during your due diligence, you discover after looking over the comps more closely that your ARV is 175 and not 185 like you originally thought. Or you discover that repairs are gonna be 50,000 instead of your original budget of 40,000. So now based on this new information, you need to adjust your buy price because you can no longer pay 82,500. So if that were to happen, then before your 10 day inspection is up, go back to the seller and adjust the price to 72,500. If the seller agrees, amend the contract to 72,500 and proceed with the deal. If he doesn't, then exercise the inspection contingency and terminate the contract and get your earnest money back. Here's the language to use with a seller. During my due diligence, it came to my attention that the cost of repairs are higher than I originally anticipated. Therefore, I can no longer pay 82,500 and I'm requesting a price reduction of $10,000 to 72,500. All other terms are made the same. If agreeable, we can proceed with closing as planned. Pro tip here, the key to renegotiating a contract is to have a logical, reasonable explanation as to why you're requesting a price reduction. Provide supporting data to justify your price reduction. The more convincing your reason, the more likely the seller will agree. For example, let's say you discovered that you need to replace the windows, which you did not originally factor into the deal, and you wanna get the seller to do a price reduction to cover that additional cost. A good way to get supporting data to justify your price reduction would be to get three bids from contractors and provide that to the seller with the following explanation. During my due diligence, I discovered that I need to replace the windows, which I did not originally factor into the deal. Included are three written quotes to replace the windows. In order to proceed, I am requesting a price reduction in the amount of $6,328, which is the lowest of the three bids. 
Now, obviously the reasons have to be legit. And one way to discover if there are any issues you may not be aware of is to get a property inspection. Now this will cost you about $400 or so. And the report will list all of the issues with the house with pictures and explanations. This is exactly what I did on this deal I'm using as our case study. I hired an inspector to do a detailed inspection and I asked the inspector to provide a copy to the seller so that he could see everything wrong with the house. Now the report came back with several issues on the interior and the exterior. Then what I did is I went to the agent and I explained that I did not factor in doing any work on the exterior and I asked for a $60,000 price reduction to cover those costs. Now I recorded that conversation so you can see how I explained it. Take a listen. So do you have a second, Scott? We can go over the report? Yeah, okay. I do. So yeah. I took a hard look at it and we kind of went through all the items on it. And here's kind of the challenge we're facing. You know, going into this project right now, we have budgeted for what we want to do, you know, all inside. But um, these outside items are, are kind of a big deal because when we go to resell, these things are all going to come up again. Jerry, I, I read through the uh, condensed version. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of things that need to be addressed. Because it's gonna, a buyer is gonna expect all that. So kind of, so Bob and I went through it, and we here's kind of the numbers that one way or another is gonna have to happen. Because if we don't do it, we'll have to do it when we get a buyer. When we did Tamarisk, that's exactly what happened. They they basically got the binzer and said, you know, I want all these things done. And then it was we kind of had to do a bunch more things. Uh, and it was mostly the outside stuff. So kind of what I'm thinking about, a buyer's gonna want a roof on that. I, I budgeted about 20 grand for a roof, 10 grand in units because one of the AC units is, is at the end of its life and you know there's some air handler stuff. And so I've got 20 roof, 10 in units. I think all of that pool equipment's gonna need to be replaced. You know, that's all like original. It, it just looks ancient. A buyer's gonna have a hard time with that. So I've got 10 there. I, I hope not, but there might be some repaint because there's a lot of that cracks and bubbles and all that stucco that's gonna need to be kind of fixed. Hopefully we can touch up, but I've gotta kind of factor in almost a repaint on the outside if we do, like if that stucco just doesn't look right once we do patching mm -hmm. and the cracks and all, the, all that. You know, so there's another 15. So. And then just kind of the general, all the general list, there's, there's cracked tiles by the pool and, you know, just kind of going through everything on there. Um, I've, I'm going to have to do like new barbecue and stuff like that. So I just, we yeah, just, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, all of that's coming to about $60,000 to, to, to really take care of all of those items that a buyer is going to be expecting to have done. I agree. I mean, especially if you're in the, yeah. Mid threes to high threes on the resale, they're going to expect it to feel and look like a new home. Mm -hmm. the, if you do that, that location will demand that higher number. Mm -hmm. You've got to do all that stuff. What I would do, Jerry, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm looking at this Stan's fragile condition. <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't sleep the entire night before the institute showed up. And he's he's a mess because now he's got a copy of that inspection report, and I'm sure he's just going, oh, my God. Maybe the best approach is for you, just ask them for a credit or a reduction in the selling price. What I what I like to do is give them that option because then then they're like, oh, my gosh, no, the, cre the credit or the reduction is way better because 
the thought of doing that list is extremely yeah. intimidating for somebody. And they don't open a can of worms either. Oh, yeah. They don't have to deal with that. Yeah, or find, you know, 20 different contractors. And, I mean, what a nightmare. Yeah, the emotional part would mean a lot. Yeah. You know, I'm adding all that stuff up to take care of that outside to 60 grand. If they were to go do that, I think that's what you'd spend. I think so, too. I agree with that. Give, give them an option to do all the exterior repairs, which would include stucco, paint, roof, uh, pool equipment, yep. all that stuff, or a credit for 60000 Which is better for you? Do you want to show a higher purchase price at close no, low, with a credit back? Lower price would be better. Lower price would be better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd rather do that. In fact, since it's the same... Let's not even do the credit option. Let's just say a 60K price reduction or take care of all this stuff. Okay. All right. Let me re-prepare that answer okay. and I'll send it I'll send it to you. I'll sign it and send it back. Okay. Yep. And, and then so, I'll present it to them and I'll get you an answer. Perfect. So first I explained that I didn't factor into the deal all of these exterior issues and that if I ignored them and I just rehab the interior, later when a buyer does an inspection, the issues will all come up again and they would request that they get fixed. Now the agent agreed with me. Then I went over and gave rough cost to fix and replace everything, which came to $60,000 in my opinion. So the agent gave the seller two options either a $60,000 price reduction or take care of all of the exterior issues on the report, which of course there is no way they would do that. Remember, the seller is in his 90s. So here's what's transpired since that call. The agent presented my price reduction and the seller countered at a 30,000 price reduction, which I then countered back at a 50,000 price reduction and they agreed. So now we are officially past the due diligence phase and my $100,000 earnest money is non-refundable and I effectively renegotiated the price from 1.95 million to 1.9 million. And if you remember, because they wanna live in the house the rest of the season, my closing isn't for another six months, so I have all the time in the world to figure out if I'm gonna wholesale it or fix and flip it. So stay tuned for a future video. I did create a playlist with all of the videos pertaining to this deal, and I'll put that link in the description below so you can follow the progress. And if you like this style of video training and you wanna see more videos like this, do me a favor, hit that like button and leave a comment and let me know your biggest takeaway that you learned from this video. I'd love to hear from you, and if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with hundreds of videos on this channel and new videos released every single week. This is the fastest growing channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And don't forget, it's not about the money, it's about having the time and freedom to have, be, do, and give everything God has in store for you. That's what it's all about, and I'll see you on the next video.